to the Amplifying Leadership podcast. Our topic is leadership, and our guests bring their knowledge, skills, challenges, and even some of their wins to help us all be better leaders. My name is Tara Lehman, and I'm a partner, coach, and consultant at Twin Lake Coaching and Business Services. For our leadership clients, I aim to provide effective leadership information through our podcast, coaching, and so much more. You can see all about our leadership offerings and even information on our new Amplifying Leadership community at amplifyingleadership.ca. Today, I am welcoming Kevin McGowan, speaker, webinar host, and leader who has spent his career in both the high-tech and nonprofit sectors. Currently a program manager and also a director of a charity too. Kevin, that's a lot of great information. Thank you for being on our show today. Thanks, Sarah. Really happy to be here with you. So you had mentioned to me earlier mm -hmm. that you use empathy to help you get through some of those tough projects mm -hmm. on your leadership journey. So why don't yeah. we start maybe a little bit about your leadership journey and how you use that, how it's helped to get to where you are today. The journey is funny when when I was kind of preparing some thoughts for how we would or how this might go today. So how how far back should I go? <laughs> I've had that <laughs> come thinking, up before. <laughs> like do I go do I go back to my paper route? You know, like when I was twelve. <laughs> um, but but I think you know it, if I really want to you know be 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 serious, I think you know leadership. And I'll put my quotes on leadership. Mm -hmm. Really started probably when I was you know a teenager. I've just always had this kind of uh, you know project management brain. I guess I'm just very mm -hmm. organized and. That's kind of has always been my skill set. So back when I was like a little, you know, punk rock, heavy metal teenager, I was organizing <laughs> you know, dances and concerts and things like that in our little community of Sarnia, Ontario, where I grew up. Mm -hmm. um, so so things like that kind of put me in a position where I was you know, leading a group of people to accomplish mm -hmm. a goal. Right. It was very informal. We didn't know what we were doing. You know, whatever. <laughs> kids. But, 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 you know, we were 16, but, but, but we learned it as we went. Yeah. Right. And we had a safe space to, to explore uh, how to, how to, you know, how to, how do we, how do we do a dance and how do we sell tickets and mm -hmm. how do we get a PA system and, and that kind of stuff. Right. So very rudimentary kind of stuff, but it kind of started me and, and I think others on, on a path of how to um, coach, how to lead, how to collaborate and and kind of run that when when other people have certain skill sets and recognizing certain skill sets and, mm -hmm. and being able to to help amplify those too. So so really for 30-ish years, um more than that, I guess, I, I've been, you know, I've I've been a manager, I've been a team leader, I've been a project manager, I've done all sorts of you know titles and roles. Mm -hmm. But but leadership um is just for for me has evolved a lot from you know when when I think when you're younger you're you're less experienced and certainly I, I fell victim mm -hmm. to this you know you think you're the I'm the leader I'm the boss I have to tell everybody what to do <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> and that's a horrible horrible, horrible, <laughs> yeah. horrible mistake yeah right? you, you can't it can't lead that way and and it goes it can it can certainly go south very quickly so what 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 I learned is that um, in order to lead whether you're in that formal leadership position or not to have that empathetic ear and have that attitude where, you know, I'm not the boss. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to order people around. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get the best for whatever the circumstance we're in, whatever project we're working on and how to try and organize people and, and their skills. My skills, the organization part. I know that mm -hmm. I'm confident with that, but their skills are going to be different. So how to orchestrate all these people so we can all work together. I love it. And I love that you use the word we. Because a leader is part of the team. As you said, they're not doing 
the management and dictating. They are part of the yeah. team. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And 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 uh, the whole like I, I always when I when I'm talking about leadership, it's about empathy. And I mean, there's lots mm-hmm. of great articles and books about empathy and leadership. But I think it it, it kind of comes naturally to me. I guess in a way, I'm just kind of a naturally just empathetic person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've really worked on that because it is we, and we are working towards something together. And mm-hmm. what's more important than the people you're working with? Exactly. And I think that 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 can be easily forgotten when you're trying to hit you know a certain milestone or certain numbers. Mm-hmm. You've got to sell it, you know, this number of widgets by Friday, or else yeah. you know, we're, we're, or the stakeholders are going to be upset, or the shareholders are going to be upset. And that and that may be true to some extent, but what's more important is the people you're working with. And if they're struggling for something at work or outside of work, mm-hmm. um, as a as a leader, you have to recognize that and and be able to support them through whatever that situation is. That's part of your A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent agree. Absolutely. So when you think about your own leadership journey and you have lots of wonderful experiences behind you and your work, I'm sure, mm-hmm. what was maybe the biggest obstacle that you faced in your own journey to leadership? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think my own biggest obstacle, I guess, would really be my, my own uh, confidence. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I, I, I have leadership skills, I guess, right? But, but I haven't always been confident in them, and my, my ego has been muted. You know. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, so, so I think it's, it's more about me having the, think, thinking that I can do this, that I can go into a team and actually, you know, affect some kind of change. Mm-hmm. Um, where I think my natural tendency is to be a little more uh, introverted, as kind of, you know, wallflower kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, really being able to turn that on and 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 work with the team to achieve whatever it is we're trying to achieve and try and lead that it, it it's it, it, it didn't come naturally to me it's something mm-hmm. I really had to work at in terms and and that's the, the beautiful thing about having you know everyone's had good bosses and not so good bosses over the yeah. years or leaders but I've had some really really kind uh, helpful folks who saw that I really wanted to get in there right yeah and, and do something a bit different and then they yeah. said and they supported me and they said okay you are going to run this project and you are going to you know, influence this mm-hmm. because you know a lot about that so you go do this so so mm-hmm. people were kind enough to just give me those opportunities and that gave me confidence and then I could go off and do do other things but I think earlier yeah. in my career it was it was really hard for me to kind of stand up I felt like when I was working with uh you know a high-tech company a high-tech mm-hmm. startup and that's I've worked with several over the years, but I'd be like, well, I don't, I'm not an engineer. Yeah. You know, how, yeah. Like, how can I possibly be a leader here? Like, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is I, that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to code this. I don't know how to design yeah. that. But, but over the years, what I've learned is it's, it's, you know, it's great to have that, that engineering skill set, super important, but there are other skills that the team needs mm-hmm. to be able to be successful. So I bring other elements. I'm not, I'm never going to be a, a software designer. That's not, yeah. <laughs> but I can still, I can, I know enough. I can speak enough of the language that I can, you know, help that team maybe do things better or differently mm-hmm. or, or just have that or just open communication, which is generally a big part of leadership as well. If you're not communicating well and everything mm-hmm. falls apart. So, so guiding the team in that kind of way. And I think uh, you're right. I was in the trucking industry. I, I, I'll say oh, yeah. grew up in, in a company. I was there for 23 years. Um, okay. And, you know, I, I did get to know a lot of the parts, 
but that doesn't mean I'd be able to put them all together on a truck. So, you know, even <laughs> that confidence of, you know, in your tech industry and maybe in some of the parts that we were selling for myself, you know, you're always yeah. going to have a piece of it that you have to rely on your team for and that you won't have full confidence in yourself to, to know. And that's also a part of the growing leadership journey, right? We, yeah. we aim to grow. So, yeah, so I agree. I, I, um, I think every leader has a little piece of them that they're not 100% confident in. And again, that's what that team is for, right? Exactly. The whole point is you're not doing it by yourself. Yes, exactly. Because you you, you have to rely on everybody for, mm -hmm. for what they bring to the table and what they, uh, mm -hmm. what, they, what their skills are. Exactly. The skill set. Absolutely. So you alluded to this already, but communication is my favorite topic around leadership, because if you're not right. a good communicator, you're not a great leader, right? Yeah. So you have been, you know, in a couple of different situations where you told me there were some tough decisions or projects. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm wondering what you think communication should look like as a leader, especially maybe when someone is going through, maybe it's a tough decision or change or a tough project that they're working on. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, the, the, I guess what I've learned is there's different, there's different kinds of, of tough. There, there's, you know, technical challenges, there's um, you know, time challenges, milestone mm -hmm. challenges, scheduling mm -hmm. challenges. There's there's risks that pop up out of nowhere that you thought you would anticipate, but you didn't. So there, there's things like that. But there's also the, um, the you know, more and more emotional challenges that that, yeah. that can show up in the workplace, right? And that's either coming from home mm -hmm. or something that bubbles up because of the work you're doing. Um, I was I was very naive, I think, when I was working with a a, a national not for profit recently. Um, we were working on a you know large program fighting the opioid crisis, right? And mm -hmm. I mean, which is massive uh, health issue, massive crisis for for many many communities and families around the country. And communication is super critical in that you obviously have to you know all the stakeholders have to be informed to the mm -hmm. degree they need to be informed. Um, the budgets have to be you know signed, sealed, delivered, approved. Mm -hmm receipts have to be accumulated all that all those yeah. internal processes have to go so you have to be able to communicate on all these things um which is not easy necessarily but it's fairly easy once you've done it for a while if you're a good communicator you can mm -hmm. you can have those you have those skills and you know how to talk to people what was a challenge there for me ended up being literally the work itself because i came into okay. it as a, uh you know a project manager i can right. hire people I can I can read resumes. I can do interviews. I can build yeah. a team. I can build this plan. It's going to be great, you know. So we were able to do that. But then you get into the work, and it was so out of my league, mm -hmm. you know, me personally. Oh. And 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 I had to learn a lot about how to communicate with a team of people who are like social workers, um, and who work in different. that space. You know, like working in a high tech company, you're selling widgets. Mm -hmm. great you know yeah, like it's the, totally they just, they different just keep, <laughs> just keep going out the door right and that and that's fine um but this we had you know teams like every, every meeting there somebody would burst into tears because of a situation oh, wow. they're hearing about in a community where there was you know mm -hmm. a person or several people died from wow. tainted opioids right like things like that mm -hmm. so it just became uh not something i was really prepared for mm -hmm. um i yeah, guess that was just that. you know pure na naivete right but but i think what I learned in that team was a different kind of communication right. was some, sometimes you just have to sit there and just listen to somebody who's upset because they're mm -hmm. dealing or they just heard about this awful thing and they need to talk about it. 
Absolutely, yeah. And the team was very supportive and very helpful in that. But as as the leader of that team, um, really had to make sure that my communication style uh, was very different than anything I'd done before. It wasn't, you know, certainly I'm not going to be directive, like, well, just get over it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you'll be fine. That's the job. Yeah. Right? But so, so you have to really, um, really focus on different kind of communication. It, it's, 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 it's not therapy. You know, I'm, I'm certainly not that role, but it, it, it was somewhere between, you know, colleague, leader, boss, friend, you know, really, there was a, a deep integration in this team where the communication was so different and so unique mm -hmm. um, that, that it took, it took me a while to really understand how to do that because I was like, well, but I'm the leader, I can't necessarily get involved, but mm -hmm. like, yes, like, yeah, like look at the job we were yeah, doing at the time. Exactly. We had to get involved. It was a requirement. Yeah. There was an emotional requirement that you'd be available and you'd be able to communicate that. And when I was struggling with stuff, I had to communicate that to the team, Yeah, which is a hard, which is a hard thing to do too. But they needed to understand that, you know, the the leader of the, the team was in it as much as they were. Mm -hmm. And it, I, I needed the support too, right? Yeah, like, oh exactly. my God, guys, we just dealt with this awful situation. We need to talk about it. Like, yeah, so do I. Like, I'm not, I'm not made of stone either, right? Mm -hmm. So, so it became a, a very, um, very good learning experience in a lot of ways in terms of how to, how, how to build a team of very mm -hmm. empathetic people. And how to communicate well with everyone in, in dealing with what was just frankly really difficult, you know, file, a difficult, yeah. difficult project. And very different from tech. So I'm sure you had yeah. to try to, like, it would have taken some time to really understand the different skills and communication needed for a situation like such as the, the opioids, right? That's a very different yeah. type of leadership. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. it, 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 and it, it's, it, I always found that if, if you're not able to really, communicate well like you don't have to share everything with everybody but you have to pick your, exactly, your yeah. times and, and your mm -hmm. audience and know, know how to work with each individual but it comes really comes down to uh, honesty um and trust i think and, and that good you know that's high tech that's not for profit that's that's everywhere family but yeah. everything right if, if you come off as somebody who doesn't really care or you're not 100 percent into that relationship people know and, mm -hmm. and if they don't trust you um, you don't really have a lot of currency with that group, mm -hmm. you know, um, as, as a leader, you have to be as open and honest as you can. Um, obviously there's some, maybe going to be situations you can't share everything, you can't share everything but, yeah. um, but ultimately the, the, the currency is, is trust in that relationship. And, and the more, the more you have, the more you have to spend, right. To, mm -hmm flavor the metaphor but if you screw up <laughs> or, or if you make a mistake or you say the wrong thing or you show like you know you get upset or whatever yeah, like yeah angry the mm -hmm. people if, if they trust you it means they know you're human they were more likely to forgive mm -hmm. you know I agree uh that that moment where you kind of lose it and then come back <laughs> yeah and you can, uh, you're right it's okay so, so, yeah because yeah. It, whereas if you you don't have that trust and you're constantly you know, either not being honest or you're kind of dancing around issues or whatever it might be, uh, you know, that they're, they're just going to start working around you rather than with you, right? Exactly. So I've seen that a lot too. So, you know, there's a lot of emotions as we're talking about when it comes to to leaders. And I know you've worked both nonprofit and high tech. Yeah. Clearly there's massive differences. Is there anything that you want to also help us understand about the big differences when it comes to leadership besides maybe emotion, because we have talked about that with the empathy and 
being able to feel and trust. Is there anything else that you would see as huge differences between the two when it comes to leadership that maybe maybe some of our leaders listening today might want to take that tidbit back with them if they're switching industries? That's, well, that's a good question. I, 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 have, I have a running joke. It's not particularly funny. Okay, but, but okay. I, I, I have this metaphor where you know, like a high-tech startup and a not-for-profit, like a small not-for-profit or small organization, they're, they're, they're really kind of the same. The, the mm-hmm. only difference is that in the the you know the the high tech startup it may maybe one day you're going to have money right so that that's the only real difference that's the difference yeah um most most you know not for profits are kind of you know flying by the, through their pants right <laughs> yeah so so yeah, if you're kind of switching industries or if you're looking to switch industries um yeah in, in terms of being a leader it's it's I don't think the the rules really change that much it comes down to the trust factor it comes down mm-hmm. to, to honesty uh it comes down to having the ability to you know lead towards a goal and then like you know, i'm a mm-hmm. project manager right so i have like all those you know integration management is, is, a, is a something that comes up if you're going to work on a thing it has to align with the goals of the organization mm-hmm. so and that's the same across industries right if you're yeah. a farmer you're not necessarily yeah. going to take on you know, software development because that's not what you do, right? It's yeah, not exactly. Organization. Um, so it, what, what what I see in a lot of small organizations and even a lot of startups, well, it goes for not-for-profits too, there's, there's a lot of passionate people there. Mm-hmm. And so that passion is also very similar across across these types of organizations, right? Everybody's like gung-ho about getting the thing done. Oh yeah, we're going to take over the world or we're going to save the world <laughs> or whatever, whatever it might be. Um but that makes it hard to focus sometimes. Mm-hmm. So a good leader really ha- understands what that nugget is, what that really right. that, okay. that goal and that purpose is, and is able to guide the team to that. Because there's going to be all these great random ideas that pop up, but they're not necessarily going to fit mm-hmm. with what you know that core concept really is. It might be a great idea, mm-hmm. and maybe we get to it in five years, but it's not something we need to do right now. Um, so yeah, great leadership, I think, in, in either scenario, um, is very hyper aware of the goals and mm-hmm. the team and is able to kind of separate wheat and chaff of all the concepts and just kind of focus yeah. on what that is to accomplish it. And and to communicate that in a in a in a in a wonderful and supportive way. That's a great idea. We're not gonna do it. <laughs> we'll be able to communicate that in, in, in such a way that people feel yeah. like they're heard. Yeah, absolutely. The team, and it's not about them. It's just that, mm-hmm. you know, this idea isn't quite fitting you know, for what we want to do right now. Um, so, yeah, being able to have those kind of conversations. Yeah. And I, I'm an advocate for brainstorming because you might get these mm-hmm. far right ideas that make no sense today, but maybe yeah. they do five years from now, or maybe there's a piece of them that you can mm-hmm. utilize. And so I'm a huge advocate for taking those ideas, really appreciating them, as you mentioned, right? Listening to yeah. them letting them feel heard, welcome to share. And then if it doesn't fit, nicely telling them it doesn't fit and why. I, I mean, I'm a huge advocate for that. So right. awesome. Absolutely. What would you say would be your biggest tip? Maybe let's, let's do it for new leaders. So let's say I'm brand new to okay. leadership. What would you say is the biggest tip that you would share with me? Uh you asked me for one i have two so okay you can share two go ahead <laughs> <laughs> there's always a couple that come to mind but one is to uh to be flexible 
mm-hmm. and not so you know stuck in the idea that, like you were just saying like the brainstorming using you have a team for a reason yeah exactly you're not doing this on your own so so be flexible and 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 listen and listen to these alternate viewpoints um the the other big thing i think is is uh ask for help i love it when when, when you need it. it because what what i've found when i've been in a few organizations you know i'm i'm you know a team member team contributor and then you know boom you're up to like a management position mm-hmm. or that that formal leadership position um you start to live in a bit of a bubble because people mm-hmm. don't necessarily the relationships change and, mm-hmm. and you're not really sure how to you know handle certain things and and, yeah. and maybe you're not getting a lot of formalized training on how to do you know performance reviews or you know something yeah. like that right if you're if you're in that kind of a role um so i think ask for help and it's not just within your organization yeah there's going to be courses and all these great youtube videos about how to do certain things <laughs> but but i think ask people who are in similar roles to you you know paying folks on linkedin or just yeah. friends you know, or people in your organization and just bounce ideas because you're not going to know everything and and you're going to try stuff that fails and you're not going to know why mm-hmm. because your team might not want to give you the feedback yes especially if you're new or they were <laughs> yeah, your coworkers. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, it's hard, and and the same goes when you're you're kind of transplanted into an organization. You know, you're you're a new employee, but you're you're in you're in that higher level on the mm-hmm. your own chart, and you don't know anything really about exactly. Like, yeah. So ask and don't don't assume that it's a bad thing. Like it, it, it's a great thing. It means people know that you care enough to try and figure it out, and, that, that's and really to do important. it right the first time, right? Yeah. 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 I love that. That is, uh, I, I tell my clients, even if you don't know, don't sit there and hide in your bubble. Like you say, right. It's about yeah. finding out, ask somebody. And if it's about a policy or procedure, don't just make assumptions either. Like ask, um, especially if you're new to the company and you don't know what they are, like just ask for help because a true leadership team will help their new leaders. 100%. Yeah. Well, Thank you so much for the conversation today, Kevin. And if people wanted to learn maybe a little bit more about you or have some questions, is there any way that they could get in touch with you? Absolutely. They can go to my my website. It's kevinscottmcgowan.com. Um, or you can, well, my, all my contact information is through there. So if you'd like to get in touch, Perfect. please do. All right. That's awesome. Thank you so much for a very insightful conversation today. I really appreciate you being here. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you to our listeners. I hope you gained some great insight from today's podcast with Kevin. If you would like more information on leadership coaching, consulting, or workshops, or just want to be a guest on my podcast, please reach out to me at tara at twinlifecoaching.ca. To find more about all of our leadership services, including our community, please visit amplifyingleadership.ca, a twin life coaching and business services division. Until next time, Please be safe and be an amazing leader or leader to be.